Hello everybody and welcome to episode 6 of Extreme EvoCast. This is your host Lily, and today, oh boy, today we have a big episode today. Um, t- obviously we are talking about Detective Pikachu, the feature film, just came out May 10th, uh, four days ago for me. I saw it a few days ago, and I am over the moon ready to talk about this movie. I'm so, so, so ready. Um, as you know, of course... We're going to have to do some news first, so bear with me. Uh, I do actually have some pretty enjoyable news, some big stuff to talk about before we go into the Detective Pikachu discussion. Uh, I want to make it a review and also just a casual discussion about what I liked about it, um, you know, my thoughts. Uh, and then I, I do want to go into a little bit of, of reviewing, talking about the negatives and the positives and all that stuff. Uh, but we have a big episode today. Uh, I apologize if it's a little bit different in terms of um, sound quality or something may seem a little bit off with like the mic or just like the general production because I am home for the summer. I'm out of campus uh, and I am at my house. Uh, So the, you know, the room atmosphere might be a little bit different. The mic setup might be a little different. So uh, you'll have to excuse me for some, you know, uh, this is going to be the way it's going to be for the next couple, you know, couple months, because I'm over the break uh, for summer. So, starting off with some news, uh, we have a promotion from Pokemon. Um, This is coming from the Pokemon Company official website. Um, You can get a shiny Pikachu or a shiny Eevee, depending on what game you have, uh, at Target. Uh, in the next couple days, it says between May 11th and June 23rd. So, we, I mean, you have a good amount of time, more than a month, about a month and a half uh, to get these shiny Pokemon. I have both games, so I'm probably going to go and get both of them. Um, how you do it is uh, they released, surprisingly, a new app uh, on the App Store called Pokemon Pass uh, that's used for, like, promotions and events uh that aren't related to getting like game like you know games from like pokemon sun and moon or whatever um you actually have to go in and get get the stuff uh they they have like announcements on there i downloaded it it's free completely free um it's there's like nothing really in the app it's literally just kind of a like a like a like a news board uh showing what um you know, showing showing what events are coming up soon, uh, and the the biggest one on there is you can get a shiny Pikachu and a shiny Eevee at your local Target, depending on which game you have. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what kind of promotional things they'll do in the future with the new Pokemon Pass app. Uh, like I said, you can get it on the App Store for free. Uh, nothing really too exciting or special about the app itself, but you know it'll be kind of a medium for them to to promote things and give out events and all that kind of stuff. Um, So next on the list, there are uh, new Detective Pikachu trading card games getting 12, you know, dipping our toes into Detective Pikachu a little bit. I'm surprised I didn't talk about this earlier. Uh, I should have talked about it on episode 5.5, but of course that episode was all over the place, so I didn't have a chance to. I meant to, but I didn't... uh, you know, but I, but I didn't have a chance, I believe, if I remember correctly. It was a long night. <laughs> um, but with the movie, Detective Pikachu, they're releasing some uh, new trading card game 
of cards that uh, feature official art from the movie and are essentially just themed, uh, you know, around the um, around the cards. And there's actually some pretty cool and interesting cards here. Um, I'll go through them, uh, at least the, the English ones. Uh, the Japanese set, called Great Detective Pikachu, got more than the English uh, the English pack. It got like five more or so cards in it, uh, including a few cards that just can't be accessed at all in the English release. So that's a little bit unfortunate. Um, so the cards that they have in the Detective Pikachu trading card game set are Bulbasaur, Ludicolo, Moralol, Charmander, Charizard, Arcanine, Psyduck, Magikarp, Greninja, of course, Detective Pikachu, Mr. Mime, Mewtwo, Machamp, Jigglypuff, Snubble, Lickitung, Ditto, and Slacking. Uh, and in the, the Japanese pack, there's an extra one, which is uh, Lieutenant Yoshida, who is the you know one of the characters in Detective Pikachu. Um, who I'm so you know it's like a trainer card, and the Japanese version also got a few GX cards like Mewtwo GX, Greninja GX, and Charizard GX, which is unfortunate that we never, that we're not going to be getting any of those. I'm hoping that maybe in the future they'll release some of the extra ones, but I highly doubt it. Unfortunately, you'll have to get yourselves uh, a Japanese pack if you're going to want any of these cool cards. Now speaking of Detective Pikachu. Uh, there is an event going on in Pokemon Co. Uh, related to the movie, where you can find more Pokemon, uh, which are included in the movie, appearing more often, as well as a few extra goodies, such as new trainer items, like a Detective Pikachu hat and a shirt with like the official art on it, special raid bosses, and of course, the chance to get an actual Detective Pikachu, which is just a hat Pikachu, but it has a, it has the Detective hat on it. Uh, the Pokemon that you can find appearing more now around are the Pokemon that appear in the movie, like Snubble, Bulbasaur, Jigglypuff, Psyduck, Flareon, etc. Those are the ones that I've seen. Uh, I don't know if there's anything actual special about them, but there is. You know, they do have... They're just appearing more often for promotional, I suppose. Kind of like the... You know, I don't know if it's like the Let's Go po- uh Let's go Pikachu and Eevee one, where the Pikachus and the Eevees could be shiny. I don't know. I haven't seen any of the shinies of that Pokemon, uh, nor have I heard anyone talking about them or, you know, finding any. So I, I doubt it. As far as I know right now, I don't know. I don't think so. But um, maybe. Who knows? Uh, the raid bosses include Pokemon such as, like, Charizard, uh, I believe Mewtwo, again, and uh, all that stuff. You know, more of the... Uh, Blastoise, I think, too. More of, like, the stronger Pokemon in the movie. And this is going on from May 7th to May 17th. So it is going on right now, and at the release of this episode, it's only going to be going on for about two more days. So get those Pokemon while you can. If you haven't been playing Pokemon Go, Get uh, and, you, and you don't have some of the new Pokemon, or some of the Pokemon that are appearing, uh, you know, make sure you seize this opportunity and grab them. And before we go back to the news segments, I do want to momentarily discuss a new kind of a a self-promoting thing. I feel like I'm allowed to do that considering it's my podcast. Uh, I am starting, or I already started at the time of the release of the episode, a series on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Lilician, which is a 
Pokemon Platinum Randomizer Nuzlocke. Uh, I've had a lot of fun doing the first kind of stream for it, and I plan on uploading some highlights to my YouTube channel. So if you're interested in that, I would uh, recommend checking that out. I'm going to be doing it, you know, pretty frequently, uploading highlights and stuff to my YouTube, and it's a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun doing the first, like, quote-unquote episode, I guess, like the first session of doing it. Uh, we got to the first gym. It was fun. Met some, some new Pokemon along the way. It, it's very enjoyable. I haven't done a Nuzlocke or a Randomizer Nuzlocke in a really long time or, you know, even streamed anything like this before, so I'm really excited to, to have this new opportunity. So I'll ask you to, you know, go check that out if you're interested in doing so. Uh, it would mean a lot if you supported the, you know, the channel, my Twitch channel, uh, all the kind of stuff that I'm doing other than just, just this podcast. Uh, I would appreciate the support. Thank you. Moving on from that little self-promotion blurb, I have uh, just some general uh, news coming from Cerebi.net. Of course, thank you, Cerebi, for providing me this information. You know, obviously, full credit goes to Cerebi. I don't claim to have any of this information given to me other than just what's on the Cerebi site. So go check out Cerebi.net for some more information about uh, some of these things and just Pokemon in general. It's a really great resource, especially for me, um, looking for you know, news and information and all that stuff. So, this is coming from Monday in the news uh, department of Cerebi. Uh, Pokemon Go, talking about the new Pokemon Go Fest in Dortmund 2019. Uh, you can now register for tickets to go to Pokemon Go Fest, Dortmund 2019, 2017, in the new Pokemon Go events tab in the main menu of the game. So, you can sign up for the Pokemon Go Fest uh, where you can go and, you know, meet people, catch a bunch of Pokemon, all that stuff. And coming from Pokemon Duel, there's a new Pokemon Duel update, adding some new figures. There are UX figures, Mega Abomasnow, Mega Aerodactyl, and UX Glaceon. Uh, that's very exciting to me. EX figures are Aerodactyl, Tyrantrum, and Aurorus. R figures are Abomasnow and Aerodactyl. Uh, UC figures are Snowbird, Tyrant, and Amora. So a lot of Ice-type themes. Uh, mostly Ice-type themes, and also some of the uh, Gen 6 Fossil Pokemon, which is very cool. And uh, there is the Pokemon International Championships coming up. They're happening in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can sign up for those now. That's all that Cerebi really has to offer for the past week or so. Uh, things that I've already talked about, you know, regarding some of the miscellaneous things that I don't talk about all that often, like Pokemon Duel. And I think that's going to wrap up the new segment for today. Kind of a shorter one, uh, if you don't mind. If you can tell, I'm kind of speeding through this because I'm very, very excited to talk about Detective Pikachu. Um, so we can just hop right into that, I suppose. So I went to go see Detective Pikachu two days ago on Sunday uh, for Mother's Day. My my mom was very nice enough to go see the movie with me even though it was kind of her day but she wanted to see it too so she was uh thankful for that and overall i just want to say what a great movie really what an amazing movie as soon as i got out of the movie the only thing that i could think about was just how amazing it was and you know of course it has its negatives no movie is perfect that's for sure but uh and 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 before seeing the movie i did see a few people talking about the negatives of the movie like the story for example uh i'm going to touch on these things in a little bit uh what i'm actually going to do is do a spoiler free discussion where i also go through the two segments uh random pokemon of the week and move tutor 
Um, so the people who haven't seen the movie yet and just want to know my opinions about it, you can hear how what I have to say. I can talk. I can not talk about. I can. I cannot spoil it for you. Of course, I don't want to do that to anybody. And then after that, when it's done, uh, I'll give like a big disclaimer. Like, hey, stop listening to this episode now if you haven't seen the movie yet and then i'll go into the spoilers i'll talk about like the ending all the in-depth things uh things that people who haven't seen the movie don't want to hear yet i think that's how i'm going to go about this i think that's the best way to go about this so i don't accidentally spoil it for anybody so let's just jump right into it um like i said i have nothing but positive things to say about detective pikachu i think that it was really good for everybody people who have known about pokemon people who are into pokemon even people who haven't been into pokemon i think it was very well structured and very well formatted even for someone who doesn't know anything about pokemon because the story and the basic premise of it didn't resolve around pokemon i mean it did but it also like the main it didn't go into any extremely complicated and in-depth pokemon related things pokemon was just kind of a, a backdrop you know for the whole movie honestly i feel like this whole movie could have been made with animals <laughs> it, it didn't necessarily have to be pokemon it literally could have just been animals uh given the characteristics of rhyme city and how there's no pokeballs how there's no uh you know people live alongside pokemon i literally feel like you could have edited in every single one of these Pokemon as just animals and say like, oh, people are living in, in tangent with animals. And that could have been the whole story. I, I don't think that anything really could have been um, replaced I, other other than, you know, maybe some of the Pokemon abilities, like their moves and all that stuff, I feel like maybe would have had to been somehow put in. Like, I'm not saying it would work as an animal-centric movie, but what I'm trying to say is that it, it it was for even for people who didn't know anything about Pokemon. It was it was very easy. It was very easy on people who had no idea what they were going into in terms of Pokemon. For example, my parents went with me. I went to see it with my mom and my dad, and I mean they've dwelled into Pokemon very very little. The only really uh, the only exposure to Pokemon they've had was like me as a kid uh, talking about Pokemon and you know talking about it to them which wasn't very much buying games for me all that kind of stuff they they know nothing about pokemon essentially they know a few of them they know a few of their names but in in reality they know nothing about pokemon and they still loved it i talked to them afterwards and i wanted to hear what they thought of it and like they they loved the movie i think it and like that's really says something um about that like they didn't just you know it, it wasn't it's not really the kind of movie i think that like a kid would drag their parents to like mom let me see this this movie of my favorite thing that i love and the parents just kind of have to sit through it have like no idea what's going on like it was it was i think that it was very enjoyable for everybody um obviously i may be a little bit biased because i do know a lot about pokemon and uh i i you know, I was going into it fully understanding what I was going to be seeing, and I think that maybe there would be a little bit of confusion, perhaps in the beginning, or maybe a little bit of overwhelming when there was a lot of Pokemon being shown. Uh, I think that maybe that would have been a little bit confusing for people who don't know anything about Pokemon. But overall, it, it you know it it taught things in a very helpful and slow way, 
and even then it didn't even really need to teach anything it was just like you know it, i mean in the very beginning of the movie i'm not going to spoil much but in the very beginning of the movie they literally go over catching pokemon with a pokeball like that's the first thing you see and that's what everybody knows about pokemon is that you catch them in pokeballs and it it was it, it acted as kind of a refresher for that uh and i feel like it was very it was very well done in terms of bringing in people who don't know what they're doing or what they're about to see. And I applaud them for that because it's hard to do something like that when it comes to a franchise so, like, dare I say complicated as Pokemon. Like, you know, under the surface, it's a pretty complicated thing. There's a lot of types. There's a lot of Pokemon in general. There's a lot of things that Pokemon has to offer. Um, you know, but I mean, realistically, what a lot of people know is that there's these creatures, you catch them and you battle with them. That's what everybody knows about Pokemon, essentially. Even if you don't, that's something that somebody could tell you in two seconds about what Pokemon is. And it made for easy watching from both my perspective, somebody who knows a lot about Pokemon, and also my parents who know nothing about Pokemon. Um, and that's something that's really hard to do, like I said, with you know, especially with a franchise like Pokemon, um, comparing it lightly to the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, which I'm not going to get into, um, like, just in a basic concept, I mean, a lot of people know about Sonic, a lot of people know what Sonic does, but I feel like, equally so, it would be difficult for somebody to, to explain the lore and explain the, um, you know, the concepts of Sonic and, like, putting that into a movie for everybody to enjoy would be, I believe, equally as difficult as Pokemon. But Pokemon Detective Pikachu did it very, very well. I think it was extremely well done. Like I said, I'm rambling a lot about this topic, but I, I, I really applaud them for how well this was done. Uh, how easily they 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 adapted it to the big screen in a very enjoyable way for everybody. Now, going off of the actual, you know, concept of the movie and the things that it brings to the table, I, I want to talk about the actual movie itself. Um, and just my favorite thing about the movie is just, I think, how well it encapsulates the Pokemon and just the franchise as a whole and, like, the, just all the Pokemon in the movie. Because... I was worried that the Pokemon in the movie would be, like, too realistic, you know, kind of like the Sonic movie, <laughs> I'm not going to talk about that, but the Pokemon in the movie looked really good, um, you know, from what the, tr from the trailers that we saw, I mean, we had a pretty good idea of what they were going to look like, how they were going to be, but, I don't know, there was something in me that was, like, a little bit worried that, honestly, I was just a little bit worried that they were going to mess it up, and, like, it wasn't going to be very good, but all of my hopes were out the window when just like you know when I saw the movie it was great it was absolutely amazing and I want to I want to say just now if anyone who's listening to this hasn't seen the movie yet and they're contemplating seeing the movie I 100% recommend it there's no question about that even if you've never been into Pokemon before please go see this movie it's great it's a great film really it's a great film I might be a little bit biased so take what I say with a grain of salt, because you know, you all know, obviously, that I love Pokemon. Uh, it's not really that difficult to 
impress me. <laughs> I will say that. Uh, but I was thoroughly impressed with this movie. I think it was, it was just perfect. If I if, if I had to give it a rating, I would say a nine out of ten. Really, a nine a nine out of ten. I I'm surely saying that. You know, it's written in stone. Nine out of ten. That's my rating for the movie. Uh, I'll, I'll go into a little bit of more depth about why I think that in a second. But we're going to move on to the first segment of this episode. I know it's a little early, but like I said, I want to talk about more spoilery things about the movie, and I don't want to lock the segments behind the people, you know, for the people who haven't seen uh, seen the movie yet, and they don't want to get spoiled. So I'm going to do them all in the beginning here. And the Pokemon of the week for this episode is Hitmonlee. Uh, Hitmonlee is a first-generation fighting-type Pokemon. It is one of the four in the Hitmon line, um, counting Tyrogue, of course. Uh, it is a it is number one hundred and six. Uh, it is the kicking Pokemon. It evolves from Tyrogue, starting at level twenty. When Tyrogue's attack is higher than its defense, I always thought it was really interesting how Tyrogue had that. Um, mechanic where you know based on their stats uh they would evolve into different pokemon i thought it was really interesting and i'm surprised they've never done anything like it again but uh, hitmonlee is the one where you need more attack than defense of course because it's just like an all-out kicking pokemon hitmonchan is more defense because uh boxing tends to be very defensive and hitmontop is kind of a mix of the two i suppose so it gets the the equal uh, stats. I guess they just kind of needed one to, you know, to evolve into. Like, oh, what if they're equal? <laughs> How would that work? Um, you know, when they added Tyrogue, they needed kind of a middleman just to, to just in case someone had exactly the same attack and defense. Now, in the random Pokemon of the week segment, I want to kind of fill in the gaps, um, things that I haven't really done in the past with this segment. I want to go more in depth about the Pokemon. I feel like I don't talk about the Pokemon enough. Uh, and you know, like once a Pokemon is talked about, that's it. So I, I really want to go in depth and talk as much as I can about a certain Pokemon. Um, so I'm going to go through a lot more information. Uh, you can let me know, of course, with some feedback, if you think that that's something that I should continue doing. If you're like, please, I don't care about this Pokemon. Just go just talk about Detective Pikachu, <laughs> you know? Um, but I, I want to talk, I really want to have this be almost like a, like a data bank of every Pokemon, just kind of what I think about them, and also a little bit of information about them. So, Hitmonlee is 4'11", which is not that tall, uh, shorter than I thought. Maybe I was thinking, like, maybe I'm, my perspective is, is a little bit skewed because I'm, like, six feet tall, so I'm like, oh, that's not that short, but that's, like, five feet tall. Um, it weighs only 109 pounds, which is basic, I suppose. It has the ability Limber or Reckless for its ability, and unburdened as its hidden ability uh it's in the human-like egg group i'm just looking at Bulbapedia right now looking at the stats for it and of course this pokemon is is the other one of like the the tropes uh with hitmonchan being punching and hitmonlee is kicking so it learns uh all of these in its signature moves in the past in generation one were all the kicking moves, jump kick, high jump kick, rolling kick, and mega kick. I don't think any other Pokemon could learn those moves. Um, if I remember correctly, maybe not, but they are, they, they were, and I guess, I, I guess they're considered, still are the, you know, signature moves of Hitmonlee. Now, for Hitmonlee's shiny rating, 
Uh, it's not great. Looking at it now, it's just kind of green. I mean, there's a lot of Pokemon. My, my biggest pet peeve is when Pokemon, their shiny form, just turn green. It's like, you couldn't make anything any more, you know, creative than that. It's just green. It just turns, it just, it doesn't even really change the color of its, like, limbs. Of, like, the weird stuff in between its limbs. It just turns green. That's it. Uh, I give it a 3 out of 10. It's not great. It's just green. Okay, now let's move on to the Smogon report of Hitmonlee. It's a never-used Pokemon. HP is 50. Attack is 120. Defense is 53. Special attack is 35. Special defense is 110. And speed is 87. So, Hitmonlee, it says here that Hitmonlee is an interesting, very flawed setup sweeper and never used. Um, it is used... For it, it, it's a setup sweeper, so it is. It's it. It takes advantage of its um, speed and attack to uh, level up its uh, stats to hopefully sweep some Pokemon. Um, the uh, recommended set is uh, Curse, Close Combat, Knockoff, and Stone Edge slash Earthquake. Uh, White Herb for the item to get rid of the uh, Close Combat uh, debuffs. Ability is unburdened. Nature is adamant. 252 attack for defense and 252 speed. Um, so Hitmonlee seems to be weird because it's it's a setup sweeper, but it's not very fast. It's kind of a very mixed bag. Uh, it's it's kind of useless in most situations, but it does excel in certain times. Uh, you need to kind of find the right time in order to use Hitmonlee correctly. Uh, which is why, of course, it's a never used. Its stats aren't amazing, um, but it it does its job okay, I suppose. Uh, I've never really used one or seen one ever, uh, but it exists and it can be used. So maybe consider using uh, Hitmonlee on your team. And I guess that's all the time we have for Random Pokemon of the Week for this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, now let's get back into the Detective Pikachu talk. I'm so ready to talk about this this movie. Um, this is still the spoiler-free one uh, in a little bit. We're going to be moving on to the last segment, and then I'll be going into the spoiler, uh, you know, full of spoilers talk about Detective Pikachu, where I talk about the story, and uh, where I give my thoughts about it uh, after seeing the movie. And, you know, uh, people who have seen the movie can enjoy that. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, you're still welcome here. Uh, you can continue listening for a little bit longer. So, as I was saying earlier with the representation of the Pokemon in the movie, I think a lot of them are really cute. I think that the, um, you know, of course, some of them are supposed to be creepy. Uh, I don't really understand the hate towards uh, certain Pokemon that look creepy, like Mr. Mime, for example, because uh, I always thought that it was supposed to look kind of creepy. I thought they did a really good job in capturing it because I think it would have been really difficult to make it look cute and make it look, you know not really creepy in a, in a very realistic sense. So I'm glad that they kind of just went for the creepy look because I think that's what it was supposed to be. Um, speaking of that scene, I'll try not to spoil too much, but I do want to say that it was very, very funny. <laughs> that scene was probably one of my favorites in the whole uh, movie. We did get a, a little bit of a snippet of it in the trailer and in a few other trailers later. Um, but the Mr. Mime scene was probably one of the best scenes in the world. 
uh, in the whole movie. I mean, um, so I, I want to take a minute to talk about the movie just kind of in general. Uh, I kind of lost my train of thought going into that segment. I kind of regret uh, doing that in the middle of me talking about it because now I kind of forget what I was going on about. But I suppose that'll help me kind of collect my thoughts uh, and kind of go back into a general basis because I feel like I was going off on a tangent. Uh, but essentially, all they really have to say is that you need to see this movie. Uh, the one gripe that I have uh, in general is, I would say, the story. But of course, uh, it was it's a kid's movie. You know, I, you can't really talk too much trash on the story when it's supposed to be a kid's movie. It's supposed to be for kids, uh, generally, is what they were going for. So the movie kind of had a, or the story kind of had a, um, sort of an expected plot twist. I'm not going to obviously go into that, but I do want to say that is one negative. Uh, personally, I didn't expect it, but that might be because, like I said, I'm not really easily impressed, or I am very easily impressed when it comes to movies and stuff. Uh, and I was more over just kind of ogling over the, the visuals of the movie and how good it looked. Um, I heard a few other people say that the twist was very expected and then it was kind of like un, it was uninteresting because the, the end of the story was kind of uninteresting because of the, the way that the, the twist happened. But uh, I'm kind of dwelling a little too much into the spoiler section here, so I'm going to stop myself now. But I think honestly, that's probably the only downside I would say. Um, in general, the visuals, like the camera work, uh, was very, very good. Um, you know, it was easily understood. It was easily, I, I could easily see what was going on. It wasn't too dark at some points, even though it was nighttime in the city. And, you know, that could be kind of hard for people who were trying to make a movie with it being so dark. Uh, a lot of movies that I've seen nowadays get really, really dark, and sometimes it's just hard to see what's going on. But, Detective Pikachu did a really good way, a really good job of doing that. I think the acting job was really, really nice. I think Ryan Reynolds did a great job. Uh, I was a little bit skeptical at first with having Ryan Reynolds as Pikachu, just because, one, I was so used to him being Deadpool, I thought it would kind of get in the way of my opinion about, uh, you know, about Pika uh, Pikachu being voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Um, but I think it, it, it did a great job, and I think later, as the movie went on, I kind of lost that feeling, and I saw that it, it was, it was, he did a really good job, um, and also, you'll have to excuse me, I've never really done a review before of a movie, I'm just kind of spilling my thoughts, I didn't really have, like, a thought process going into this, I just wanted to talk about the movie and what I thought of it, um, just overall, overall, just a great, 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 great showing of the movie, it did it, I think it did Pokemon Justice extremely well, um, I think the, everything was, was great, Honestly, any negative that I say, it's still great. It was still great compared to a lot of movies. Of course, it was a kid's movie, so things were kind of, you know, uh, this is kind of a harsh way of saying it, but dumbed down a little bit for for, for being a kid's movie, being a Pokemon movie. You know, they're not going to do anything too dark. I think that it, it, it could have been darker. There was a lot of just really cool things in the movie, uh, like some things that I, I won't mention because of spoilers, but there was, there was a lot of, I, I think that the general flow of the movie made a lot of sense. I think that the, and a lot of the locations that they went to felt really realistic. They felt really, you know, it felt like they, they needed to actually go there in order, to, in, order in order to progress the story. And I think that it, it, it did a great job in, in sense of like a timeline 
uh, is what I'm trying to say. Basically, uh, everything everything felt like it made sense, and it does. It never felt like somebody could make a different decision and really change the outcome of the story in a better way. I think like it wasn't the stereotypical, you know, uh, dumb person does a dumb thing, and like that's the whole reason for the the plot of the movie. But everybody everybody in the movie the the decisions that they made felt very rational. It felt very alike to their character and it really it got me really invested in the movie um and like i said the pokemon looked great this the 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 scenery looked great like the interactions with the humans and the pokemon looked really good and natural um like it was a, it was basically everything that i was hoping it would be uh the characters were really nice uh every everything was great i can't really think of anything else to talk about uh in general but like I said, I give it a 9 out of 10. This movie is fantastic. Seriously, go see it. It's It'll bring joy to any fan of Pokemon out there, and anybody who doesn't, who isn't a big fan of Pokemon, still go see it. You might like it. I think it's, I think it'll be something that everybody in the family can, can look forward to. It, it really lived up to the standards of what it was, what, what it was going to be. It, it, the trailers, you know, it was funny. It was interesting. It was, just amazing that we're getting a live action Pokemon movie. And I, I talked about this in an earlier episode where ju- it's just how insane that we're getting a live action Pokemon movie. And I think that that's a really good step. It, it's a step in the right direction after seeing the movie. At, at first, you know, people, including myself, were a little bit skeptical about what this was going to do and what it was going to mean to the Pokemon franchise. You know, is, is this a step in the wrong direction? Is Are they going to be doing things like this more? You know, should it, is it something that we should be worried about? And I think that the answer is no. I think that, I don't think they're going to be doing anything like this very much in the future, maybe. I don't know, even if they do, however, I think that they will do it really well, just like Detective Pikachu. I don't think that there's a lot that they could mess up if I'm being honest, um, I think that having like a, you know, extended Pokemon universe would be really, really awesome, uh, with lots of live action movies. I would be in full support of that. I think that it would, it would be amazing (laughs) to see more movies akin to Detective Pikachu, maybe more, um, focused on battling, focused on catching Pokemon. Cause of course, as you know, um, Detective Pikachu takes place in Rhyme City where Pokemon live in harmony with each other. There's no battling and there's no, uh, capturing Pokemon. They all live together. Uh, and I think that because of, um, you know, the way that Detective Pikachu was, was structured, it worked really well, but I would love to see something and how they would make a movie out of this is beyond me, but I'm excited to see if they do possibly do something like this a movie based on battling and catching Pokemon, maybe someone's journey to the Elite Four, if that even exists in this universe, who knows? I think that it would be something that I'd be very interested in, and I was almost a little bit upset at the fact that there was no uh, catching, battling, or there was very little of it in that sense. I think that it's a staple of Pokemon, and I actually do think that's also why many fans and non-fans enjoy the movie because it doesn't really, like I said before, it doesn't get into the technicalities of Pokemon. It's just humans and Pokemon living together. You know, that's that. Um, Yeah, and I'm excited to see what they do in the future, if anything at all, and I think that would be really interesting. One more thing before we wrap up the spoiler-free review, I did just want to say that uh, more talking about the Pokemon because that's kind of the biggest thing in this movie, I think, for a lot of people. The variety of Pokemon was really, really, really good. I'm not going to talk about um, which Pokemon were in the movie because I know some people like to point them out for themselves. Uh, I looked up 
online a list of all the Pokemon that were in the movie. Somebody already made a compilation of the Pokemon that were in the movie, and I'm happy to say that I didn't miss any. Uh, I was worried that there was going to be so many Pokemon in some of the larger shots that I was was never going to see them all and be able to appreciate them. But uh, the Pokemon are introduced slowly. They're introduced very nicely, um, smoothly, and they are, you know, you can, you can, always look around and see what Pokemon are there, even some in the background. The movie gives you enough time to look around in the background for maybe your favorite Pokemon, and it uh, lets you, you know, pick out your favorites and, and see them all, and look at the amazing job that they did animating these Pokemon, and you know, making them into full-fledged characters. I think that, like I said before, I think that they did they did the Pokemon really, really good justice. A lot of them looked exactly like you would imagine them to if they were in the movie. Uh, like, there was a few that we didn't know about, obviously, from the from the trailers, because there, there's going to be more than just the trailers in the, in the movie. And the Pokemon that they didn't show that were, were a surprise when I saw the movie were amazing. They looked amazing. Uh, you know, it, it was just so exciting to see all these, all these Pokemon, like, you know, Pokemon in a live action sense from an official team, an official, the official franchise. It, it was just something that I was so, so, so excited about. It was probably my, my thing that I was most excited about when going to see the movie. But of course the movie itself sucked me in. The movie was amazing. <laughs> I'm going to, I could talk about this for hours upon end, but I'm going to leave that to this, to the non-spoiler section or to the spoiler section. Um, because we are a little bit low on time here. Uh, I didn't want to spend this much time talking about the spoiler-free review, but all in all, going over my conclusion one more time, absolutely amazing movie, loved it, met all of my all of my standards, all of my expectations, and even exceeded them in a lot of places, like the animations, the Pokemon, the characters, the cinematography work, uh, you know, even the story and overall, I think the story was good. It just was lacking a little bit. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed, uh, this non-spoiler, uh, review. Uh, of course, like I said, I'm going to do one more segment, which is move tutor. And then we're going to move into the, um, the spoiler full review where I get to talk about specifics. Uh, so let's move on to move tutor. Uh, move tutor is the segment where we talk about a random move every episode. Uh, this epi- this episode's move is tickle. I know what a what a move. Uh, it is a normal type move introduced in Generation Three. It has a PP of twenty. It does no damage. Um, tickle reduces the target's attack and defense by one stage each. Uh, normally I would go over the competitiveness of a move, but I don't think I've ever seen tickle used in a competitive sense because there's so many other. Um, you know, there's so many other stat-raising moves that are that are used way more than Tickle and would be much more useful than Tickle, so I'm not going to talk about it. Uh, tickle, weirdly enough, does not make contact. So moves that are moves that are um, affected by you know uh, things that are affected by making contact, like the Rocky Helmet where they do damage if they make contact. For some reason, Tickle doesn't make contact, which is interesting to me, because you physically have to be tickling them. But uh, if powered up by Normalium Z into Z Tickle, the user's defense rises by one stage, so it lowers their attack and defense by one stage and also raises your defense. Um, (laughs) Some of the descriptions are, makes the foe laugh to lower attack and defense. The user tickles the foe into laughing, reducing its attack and defense stat. And that's about it. Um... Lots of Pokemon learn this. Nothing really interesting. 
um, in terms of, you know, use by certain Pokemon. Um, let's see, there's no trivia related to it. Oh, there's nothing else I can really talk about with Tickle. It's just Tickle, you know? It's it's one of those stat-raising, stat-raising, stat-decreasing uh, moves uh, that many Pokemon have, many normal-type Pokemon have. It just tickles them. It's it's Tickle. What do you what else do you want me to say about Tickle? And I'm I'm sorry for such a short move to this episode, but of course, what else am I gonna say about Tickle? It's it's Tickle. It caught me some slack. And now, most the thing that I'm most excited about for this episode, we're go- going to be going into the spoiler review of uh, Detective Pikachu. So, like I said just a few minutes ago, if you have not seen the movie yet and care about spoilers and plan on seeing it and don't want to be spoiled anything about the movie, please stop listening to the podcast now uh, because for the rest of the episode, I'm going to be uh, discussing the movie, discussing it in depth, talking about everything that happened in the movie. So if you don't want to know, please stop listening now. And for those who are signing off, Uh, I hope you enjoyed. I hope you catch me next episode and maybe even continue listening after you've seen the movie. I'll see you. I'll see those who are stopping now later. Okay. Is everyone gone? Everyone, everyone who is still here has seen the movie or doesn't care about spoilers. Great. Okay. So, uh, I'm not, I'm probably going to repeat myself quite a bit in my opinions about the movie because I did just talk about it. Um, but you know, overall, I think that it was great. I'm mostly going to elaborate on things that I said uh, in the first part that I can't really, um, you know, talk about, that I couldn't talk about, sorry. But I just, I'm just going to kind of like info dump here and just give, like, I'm, I already kind of gave my review, quote unquote, of the movie, and I just want to talk about things that I saw in the movie that are great. Like, I'm so excited. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about is the the Torterra scene, uh, the Torterra garden. That scene in particular blew me away because I don't know why, but the thought of Pokemon, especially Torterra being that big, just blew my mind. Imagine like what happens if they, if, well, when they wake up, you know, they were just sleeping. Uh, they were, they were having a good time, having a nappy nap. And, you know, in the movie, Tim and, and, and folks and Pikachu and all them woke them up, you know, uh, and they started moving around and lifting up and then they went back to sleep. But like, what happens if they start moving around? Like, could you catch, could you catch one of those Torterra? Are you kidding me? Imagine sending out a Torterra into battle and it's just, it just crushes everybody. Like what in the world? That was probably the most insane thing of the movie. I think like, you know, right off the bat, I just want to, I just want to talk about this before I forget about it. But like, wow, that whole scene blew me away. I was on the edge of my seat the whole time, not in suspense, but just in, awe of that scene i think it was it was great it was like what the hell what like what the heck that move that that scene was amazing anyway um (laughs) you'll have to excuse me i just loved that um so the ending the story i think i feel like i should uh elaborate a little bit on this story like i said a few other people have said that the story was a little bit lacking the story was a little bit uh predictable with howard uh, becoming Mewtwo at the end, Howard being the real bad guy. Um, I didn't see that coming personally. I always thought that it, uh, I, I kind of, okay, I'm going to be honest. I gave the movie a little bit, uh, I, I didn't cut the movie enough of slack because I thought that because it was a kid's movie, I thought that the, the big bad, 
the big bad guy of the movie was going to be the one that we knew about from the beginning. I didn't think there was going to be a plot twist. Even though I saw some people talk about twists, I didn't think there was going to be a big, big, big plot twist in that Howard was the one that was evil and controlling Mewtwo instead of, you know, his son, uh, who I forget the name of because it's been like almost, uh, it's been like three or four days since I saw the movie. But, um, you know, I wasn't expecting that to happen. Uh, I was, I was totally expecting his son to be the, the big bad evil that we were, that they were going to take down at the end. I didn't expect, uh, the twist that, you know, he was going to take over Mewtwo. I didn't catch on to that. Maybe some other people did, but personally, I didn't really think about it too much while I was seeing the movie. I didn't expect that. I also didn't expect goddamn Ditto to be one of the, you know, the big bad (laughs) characters, a Ditto that was really funny to me. I, the, the fact that the, I didn't know, I didn't like, you know, uh, catch on to it that all the, all the people wearing sunglasses were going to be ditto because they were, you know, they were wearing sunglasses to, to hide their eyes. Um, and I thought that I didn't, I didn't think about that. It was very well executed. I think showing the ditto in the very beginning, uh, when Lucy was in the, the newscast area, and the ditto was there and transformed into a person wearing sunglasses in order to, you know, to do work or whatever. And then later we saw uh, Howard's son and uh, the woman that uh, aided Tim into uh, Howard's office was a ditto because they were wearing sunglasses. I didn't, I didn't catch on that at all. I did not think about that. And also the fight at the end with ditto was great. I think that was really cool. I, like, I saw in the trailer that Pikachu, or Tim, was running away from a Buffalant in the tower, and I thought that was just going to be a Buffalant. I didn't think that was going to be, you know, a, a ditto, because <laughs> I, I, I don't think you could see the eyes in the trailer, and I think that that caught, really caught me by surprise. There was a lot of things in this movie that caught me by surprise, specifically the ditto part, and just some things with certain Pokemon. Um, I, but all in all, I really liked the, the ditto part. I really liked, uh, the ending. I really liked, uh, how, you know, um, that whole scene was executed where, like, with the twist, with, with Mewtwo, uh, Howard obviously taking over Mewtwo. One thing that I think that they could have done better, and this is kind of where the weaknesses comes in because it's a, it's a kid's movie. I think that the, the fact that Tim could have easily just walked over to Howard and taken off the neural connector to stop Mewtwo like he should have been he should have just done that straight from the beginning i think that it was something that was kind of you know he could have just done it walked over and done it but of course they don't want to do that for a movie you know it kept people in suspense and eventually he realized that he could just take it off and stop Mewtwo uh or stop Howard uh and i think that that's a little bit of a weakness kind of a loophole you know kind of a uh, like I said earlier, how there was not really any dumb character doing something dumb that drives the plot. I think that that's a little bit of an exception. I think that Tim, not necessarily dumb on Tim's part, but I think that he could have easily just walked over and took off the neural connector to stop Howard. Um, I, I mostly want to talk about the ending because I think that's like the biggest part of the movie. Uh, I think that um, Howard taking over Mewtwo's body was really cool. I think that that was... So, again, something that I did not expect to happen at all. I was not expecting that. I think it was very cool and very well executed. Uh, I think that the plan was really, really cool. 
Um, and I think that the overall, the goal in like turning people or like fusing people together with their Pokemon, like how crazy is that? I didn't expect that from this movie uh, at all. I was not, I didn't think that was going to be any, I thought Mewtwo was just going to want to like destroy the city. But when he started to, or like turn Pokemon, you know, insane to, you know, get rid of people or something like that. Something with like the R gas that was going to turn the Pokemon you know, crazy and, and, and angry and like, you know, kill people, which maybe is a little bit too morbid, but I think I was not expecting it to be that his plan was to fuse people in Pokemon. Uh, and I think that that's something that was like a little bit out of the realm, like of anything that we've seen in Pokemon before, which is why I wasn't expecting it. And, uh, like there was just a lot of things in this movie that kind of went out of the normal, like the norm of Pokemon and the themes in Pokemon specifically, that, uh, specifically fusing Howard's body with Mewtwo, something that we've never really seen before, something that I think is, it's, it's a new concept, and I think it worked really well in the movie. A lot of things that are more centric around just, like, weird things, not necessarily, like, with Pokemon. Like I said, this could have easily been a movie without Pokemon, but they turned it into a movie with Pokemon, and I, and, you know, uh, and I think it worked really well. I, I just think that I really admire the step that they took to go out of the norm of Pokemon. Like I said, with the turning or fusing people together with their Pokemon and all that. I've already gone over that. You know what I mean. Um, I, I just think overall, I really admire it. And I think that it worked really well in the movie. And it was something that I was not expecting from this movie. Maybe because I never played the game. I don't know if the game is uh, just like that. I have no idea. I've never played the game. I never looked into it. Um, because it is, of course, based on the game Detective Pikachu, I, I just think that it was good. It worked really, really well. And I think that the story, while it was a little bit weak at points, um, and that there was a few loopholes, I think that overall it was very engaging and it was very nice. I think that it, it worked very, very well with the, with the tools that it was given. Um, you know, speaking of just the Pokemon in general, I think that the, like, the fight scene with uh, Charizard, Pikachu, Gengar, Blastoise, all those Pokemon in, like, the battle arena was really cool. I think that it, it, it never did anything that wasn't like Pokemon. That's something that I noticed in the whole movie that I was very happy with. It never did anything that was unlike Pokemon. It never did anything that was, like, that, that, it, it respected the boundaries of what Pokemon held and what Pokemon has. It didn't do anything. It didn't give any of the other Pokemon, like, wacky personalities. It never gave them, you know, I mean, you know, some Pokemon have that, but it never gave them, like, you know, as an exception, you know, an exception is Pikachu himself, but he's a main character. Um, You know, it's a little bit of an exception, but they never, like, they never gave Charizard, like, you know, like, human characteristics, they never, they respected, they respected Pokemon, and they respected the way that it, it functions, especially in, like, like, the anime and the games, you know, Pokemon are companions, but they're not, like, this is gonna sound horrible, but they're not equal to humans, they're not, you know what I mean, they're not, they're, they're companions, but they're also, you know, they're, they're not, they're, they weren't humanized, other than Pikachu, and I think that that's what, I think that's a really good thing that they did. They never, um, they never gave them like, you know, generic cartoon kind of animal characteristics. They, they were just, they were Pokemon. They acted like you would think they would. 
Charizard acted exactly like you would imagine it would, and so did all the other Pokemon in the movie. They they acted like the animals they were based on. They acted like the Pokemon themselves. Um, you know, another exception is Mr. Mime, of course, but Mr. Mime is that. That's exactly what Mr. Mime is, is that kind of characteristic. And, you know, they didn't give that to every Pokemon. They gave Pokemon exactly the kind of characteristics and personality that you would expect them to. They never went out of they never went out of their way to make anything unrealistic in terms of Pokemon. Uh, and I really respect that. Uh, speaking of the Mr. Mime scene, hilarious. Very, very funny. Not as funny as I thought... Or, uh, sorry, it was a lot funnier than I thought it was going to be, if I'm going to be honest. I, I, I mean, I thought that what we saw from the trailer was going to be what we got, but that was hilarious. Probably one of the best scenes in the whole movie, like I said. One of my favorites, certainly, and I think that that was really funny. I, like, I wish I could have watched that scene. I wish I could have had that interaction with them go over for, like, half an hour, and I would have been happy. I'm sad that how short it was. It was funny. It was hilarious. I cannot believe how much I loved that scene and how much I loved the Mr. Mime character, but oh my god, that was hilarious. And I loved... Every other scene involving Pokemon. I loved the scene with the A-Poms in the beginning. Uh, I loved the scene with the Greninja. The Greninja were really cool. The Torterra, like I mentioned earlier. Like, I'm not going to go over everything because I am. I don't want to make this episode too long. I think I'm probably going to have to cut it off at like an hour, hour, ten minutes uh, due to time constraints. But, like, just I, I kind of wanted to use this this spoiler section to discuss, to go more elaborate into my review of the movie um, with, you know, more specific examples like the, like the Mr. Mime scene and the ending, uh, what I really, really wanted to talk about was the ending. Uh, I'm trying to jog my mind and think about some other things that I didn't think of that I want to talk about. Oh, okay, I can talk about Pikachu himself. Uh, Pikachu was an extremely lovable character. I didn't, like I said, I didn't expect to love Pikachu all that much because I didn't really like uh, not that I didn't like Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu, but I didn't think it fit all that well, but I gotta say, he did a great, great job. I was expecting that there to be, like, Deadpool-style humor, and I didn't think that that fit Pikachu when I first heard about Ryan Reynolds being Pikachu, but he kept it, they, they kept it really good. They kept it, uh, they kept it humorous, but also good, like, you know, not, they, they, they kept, they gave a good, uh, barrier to it, you know, they, they didn't go overboard with the jokes and the funny remarks that, that, that Ryan Reynolds is known for, and, uh, his voice really fit the character, I think that his voice was, was really nice, uh, for Pikachu, uh, which is, some, like I said, something that I didn't expect, and of course, speaking of Pikachu and Ryan Reynolds, I was not expecting them, like, they kind of played with my expectations a little bit, because I was kind of thinking during the movie when, like, they were hinting at the fact that Pikachu might just be Harry uh, in Pikachu's body. I thought about it during the movie, and I was like, are they going to do that? Like, is that really something that they're going to do? And I didn't expect them to. I really didn't expect it to happen. I was thinking, like, that would be too easy, right? Like, that would be... Like, I was like... My thought process was like, is that really what they're going to do? Like, no, there's no way that the whole time uh, Tim's dad was just in Pikachu's body, and it was really Harry that was helping out Pikachu or helping out Tim, sorry, but they did that, and I think, and I was, you know, realistically, you'd expect me to be like, oh, well, that's kind of a cheap way of doing it, but it, it was actually, it worked really well. Towards the end of the movie, I started thinking like, oh, wow, maybe this is really what they're going to do. That's really good, and it ended up being that way. It ended up being, you know, Mewtwo combined their bodies together um, to have um, Harry help 
Tim figure out the case. And I think that that's, I, th- I think it worked really, really well. It was a twist that I was not expecting, but also expecting at the same time. And I think that's really interesting. Um, I, I think it, it really played with my expectations, like I said. And I think in the end, it was more of a positive experience than, you know, than, than not. So I want to wrap up this review just with an overall opinion, uh, talking about a few more things that I really, really liked about the movie. Um, like I said, the Pokemon in the movie, I think I've said this like four or five times already, but I just can't get it out of my head about the thing that I like the most about, about Detective Pikachu. The Pokemon. The Pokemon were done so well. They, oh, I didn't expect them to do it all that well. I was worried that they weren't going to do them well, but they did them so well. It was great. I would love to see more from these Pokemon. Uh, my favorite, one of my favorites, was the Loudred in the uh, the battle arena scene where they were like actually like beatboxing and like you know making the 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 sounds with their mouths. And I, I think that was a really cool touch that I didn't expect. And I it was awesome. I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like the way that they were uh, actually making the music by you know, with like their lip movements and all that, like, that's not what I expected. I expected the Loudred to be there because, you know, when I first saw the Loudred there, I was like, oh, they're just there because, uh, they're loud and, you know, they like loud places, but no, they were actually playing the music and that was cool. It was really, really cool. I'm sorry if I'm talking very quickly and rambling on a little bit too much. You'll have to excuse me, but I'm just so excited about this movie. I've been waiting to talk about this for so long. Um, but just, you know, to name a few, uh, like I said, the scene at the beginning with the Cubone, loved that. The Mr. Mime, the Greninja, the Torterra, uh, the Apom in the beginning, um, even like the Jigglypuff in the, uh, in the bar, uh, the Psyduck too with Lucy, uh, was really, really nice. I loved those two characters together and I loved all four of them together. Um, oh, I just remembered one thing that I did want to say, uh, about the movie that I thought was uh, like one more little negative. I think that the romance between Lucy and Tim was very forced. Uh, I didn't think that it needed to happen necessarily, but of course, because it is a kid's movie, they want to add a little bit of romance to it. I can see why they did it, but I think that if they were going to do it, they should have done a little bit better. They should have, they should have maybe shown a little bit more enthusiasm from both of the characters to have a love interest because I felt like it would have been a lot easier to do without it. I think that the love interest between Lucy and, and Tim were, was weird and just kind of forced and unneeded, if I'm going to be honest. Uh, but, you know, it didn't ruin the movie because it was like a, you know, if if some, if some a different plot is a B plot, it was like a F plot. It was nothing. They, they acknowledged it maybe twice in the whole movie and then once at the end. Uh, and... You know, it worked, I suppose, but it wasn't anything insane. It didn't change any outcome to the movie. None of Tim's motives were actually, like, influenced by it. I think they were influenced just generally because he, he cared about Lucy and he wanted to protect her. But I don't think that any of that needed to be romantic. Uh, but, like I said, they didn't actually enforce any of his initiatives to be romance. I think that it was just played off as he cares about her. Uh, when the, you know, when that came up, um, and I'm glad that they didn't focus too much on the romance. I think that it was a nice little thing at the end, but I didn't think it was needed all that much, if I'm going to be honest. So, Detective Pikachu, uh, now that you know my feelings about some of the more, uh, interesting, or, you know, uh, intrinsic things about it, the more complicated things, things that were actually in the movie, 
Uh, does that change my opinion about any about the movie at all? No, it does not. Uh, I'm not going to change my review score. Uh, nine out of ten. Seriously, nine out of ten. Absolutely amazing. Um, I am not a professional film critic. I'm not a reviewer. I'm not really someone that you should go to for tips or you know even opinions about movies <laughs> because I don't really know what I'm talking about. Uh, but I thought that I would mix it up a little bit and actually go in depth about the movie and just talk about it and how great it was uh do i think that this is a good direction for pokemon like i i I briefly mentioned before yes i do i think this is great i think it the way that it ties in to pokemon as a whole works really well i think that they didn't you know they're not relying on it too much it was just a little bit of a one-off thing i think uh i don't think unfortunately i don't think they're going to be doing much more of it uh, I hope that's not correct, because I would love to see more of it. You know what I mean? It's it's not like they're banking on it. They're still Pokemon is still just Pokemon. They're not moving in a new direction. They're not, you know, uh, putting putting all their cards on the table to, you know, to make a make Pokemon live action purely now. Like no, they're still doing Pokemon games, Pokemon the anime. They're still doing all that. It's not like a a genre change. It's just. It's just a live-action movie, and did it work? Yes, it worked amazingly. It worked almost perfectly, if I do dare say. Um, I think that this is going to certainly um, attract more people into the Pokemon franchise, and I think that's exactly what it was supposed to do. But, I, like, yeah, it works. So many more people are probably going to be getting into Pokemon, because this movie, it's a, it's a blockbuster major feature film and it's a it's pokemon you know that's something that i think pokemon was lacking uh, in terms of connection to uh to to like to people outside of the franchise i think that it, it needed a little bit of a link into other people getting into it uh like you know older people older generation people who maybe aren't necessarily interested but now that it has a full feature a full feature film that's for everybody arguably i think that it's gonna kind of tie in a little bit to to people who aren't necessarily fans of Pokemon and help them get into it or at least help expand the you know the already widespreadness of Pokemon and I think that that's really good for for Pokemon and I think that's what they need I really 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 do so uh I don't really have anything else to say about the movie um, maybe if I do miss a few things, I will go into it, uh, in the next episode. I will, um, next, in the future, after this episode, I think, I think two weeks is enough time. I will, I will, I won't be warning people about spoilers anymore. Uh, by then I would expect that people would have seen it already. I'm not going to be too careful with that. Um, even given to the, the low audience that I have right now, I'm not too worried about making people unhappy. Uh, so if I do forget anything that I wanted to talk about, in this episode, I will be addressing it next episode, hopefully, if I remember, um, and if there's anything you want to know about my opinions about, about the movie, feel free to ask, uh, you can, of course, shameless plug, find me on Twitter at Lysion, um, you can find me on YouTube at Lilysion. You can find me basically anywhere at Lilysion. Uh, I also have a Discord server. You can see that on... You can find links to that all over the place on YouTube, Twitter, all that stuff. Uh, not too worried about it. I also stream on Twitch. I stream games, Pokemon games sometimes even, if you're interested. I, I mentioned a new series that I was starting uh, earlier. Uh, the Randomizer, Nuzlocke, all that. You already heard about that. Uh, and I do stream that on Twitch. I am going to be streaming that on Twitch you know, frequently, uh, you know, after this episode is over. 
uh, after people have a chance to listen to it. Uh, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I am glad to have been able to share my opinions of the movie. I am so glad that this is even a thing. I'm still so excited. I could talk about this for hours and hours on end, but of course I won't spare. I'll spare you that. Uh, I feel like I did say enough. I There's a few things that I feel like I'm missing uh, that I forgot to talk about, but it's not a big deal. You all know how I feel. You know that I loved it. Um, there's nothing else for me really to say in, in all honesty. Um, but like I said, if you want to hear more from me, I'll be glad to, glad to say it. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Uh, I will catch you all next week, and I'll see you then. See ya. 